0: What's up, Dawn Nation? My name is Wyatt Troy, and welcome to episode 32 of Behind the Daw, where we interview artists and music industry experts on an emotional, philosophical, and artistic level to get inside their heads, gather the best information, and then bring it back to you. By the way, this is a companion podcast to our YouTube series, In the Daw, where we invite artists to dissect their songs in real time. If you're interested in that, there's a link in the description. And the best part of all of this is that it's free forever, no matter what. Our only request is that if you enjoy this podcast and it's really helping you along your musical journey, go ahead and check out the Behind the Daw Patreon and consider supporting the channel for just $1 a month. If you have any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, or you just want to talk, you can contact me at wyatt at behindthedaw.net. All right, Daw Nation, let's get into it. Welcome everyone to this week of Behind the Daw. We have Halian, How are you doing today?
1: I'm so great. How are you? Such an honor to be here with you. Yeah,
0: I'm doing. I'm doing really good. I actually. I didn't realize this, but you're from Kanab, right? Yes. My wife is from Kanab.
1: Oh, no way. Yeah.
0: Uh, we live in St. George right now, so we're just over the over the mountain.
1: It's so cool.
0: Yeah, you went to school with my sister-in-law.
1: Oh, who's your sister-in-law?
0: Nakia Riggs.
1: Okay, so she would have been a couple years uh, younger than me. Oh, that's so cool though. Yeah, I love was, it. That was that's fun. That's awesome. So cool you guys are in St. George.
0: Yeah, it's awesome that you even know about this stuff, let alone that's where you grew up. Like, that's amazing.
1: I drive through St. George all the time. Yeah, because I go back and visit to Kanab like as often as I can. My stepdad lives there. And so I was literally just driving through St. George a couple weeks ago.
0: Do you miss living out there? I know it looks a lot different than Los Angeles.
1: Oh, I do. I definitely do. I, I miss uh, the beauty. It's so, so beautiful in Southern Utah. And it, I feel like it's in, it's in color there. And it's... It feels black and white in Southern California. No offense. Southern California is beautiful in its own way, but it's so, so colorful in Southern Utah. And I I just miss those huge sandstone cliffs all the time.
0: I got some deep questions for you right now to get you into the deep mindset. And then we're going to dive into the really deep questions. Does that sound good?
1: Oh, wow. Here we go. All
0: right. Why is it that any song you ever hear inside your head is always the same volume?
1: Wow. Why is it that any song you hear inside your head is always the same volume? I guess because the speakers inside your mind don't really have a volume knob.
0: (laughs) Whoa. Hold on. That's good. We'll leave it at that. (laughs) That was really, really good. All right. Next question. Is there a possibility that there is a food out there that we as a human race believe is poisonous, but we only believe that because when the person partook of it, they actually had an allergic reaction and they died from it, but... It wouldn't it wouldn't do that to other people because other people aren't allergic to it, but we think it's poisonous.
1: I think it's possible. I don't know if it's a food that we regularly avoid now because I feel like science has advanced to the point where they're probably continually testing things. Mm, (laughs) However, there could be some foods that are only really known to like native peoples to that country that we don't regularly go, oh, I know that. Don't eat that. That maybe could apply.
0: Like how crazy would it be if you found out that like, like gasoline had like all the nutrients and more than you'd ever need. It's like twice as healthy as Kel. Like, how, dude, wouldn't that be crazy? Be just gnarly. <laughs> that
1: would blow everyone's mind.
0: And then the final, least deep question is if there is an infinite amount of universes and dimensions and realities, then in theory, somewhere amongst the alternate realities, there is another you and another me, but you run behind the DAW and I'm a famous singer. Is that true?
1: It could be true.
0: And my name is Halion. Do you feel do you feel like you're in a deep mindset now?
1: I do. My my consciousness has been expanded.
0: Now let's let's dive into into Halion, into who you are. So the first question I have is why why Halion? Out of out of any name, why Halion?
1: Well, I wanted to change my name uh, when I first started really pursuing dance music to separate myself from the music I used to do, uh, especially like when you Google my name. You know, I really wanted, really wanted to just start fresh. And I was looking up words I loved in English but in other languages. And I was looking up light, things that really uh, resonated with my voice, my style, and my heart, and my music. And I looked up the word breath in French. There's a couple words that they use for breath. And there's one that's like, I'm going to totally botch this, but it's like (laughs) uh (laughs) reverere. And then uh, there's ahlen. They don't use it as much. And it's typically used in music notation, actually, is what I've read, uh, to take a breath in. And it's actually spelled H-A-L-E-I-N-E. Just to make it simple, I was like, I really love the way that 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 Word looks, but I'm gonna flip two of the vowels, so then it would be um, look more like alien. So it turned out to be alien, and I loved that it had the word alien in the middle mostly. And also, it it represents a lot of spiritual aspects and just like uh, practical things as well. Breath being um, as a singer, their most important. Tool and breath spiritually. Breath connects all really, like living things as well. So it's sort of is the connecting thread between all of us.
0: In the uh, the interview that you did with EDM Identity, which was an amazing interview by the way. On that interview, you said that when you were describing your name, you really focused around the word unity and how air breath unites all the things. And so, why why is that important to you? Why why does unity hit you so hard that you would want to create a name?
1: around that because i think we need more of it i think we all always need to remember how connected we are how divinely connected we are it makes this earth feel more like a home rather than a temporary landing spot and we're all here temporarily together
0: i think i think the phrase that you used was we're all divinely connected i think that's what you said what do you mean by that i agree i'm just I'm wondering your perspective on it
1: well i personally believe that we all have souls and our souls are housed temporarily in these bodies and i think we all come from the same place and are going back to sort of another dimension if you will and i think that uh, we are all divine creations I mean, for me it's God, so I can just go ahead and tell you that Absolutely.
0: I believe
1: in God <laughs> and I believe we're all, you know, sons and sons and daughters of God.
0: That's beautiful. You speaking, you know, your 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 spiritual beliefs with this, at least from what I've noticed in the industry, people kinda have some reservations of like going down that road. Do you feel comfortable with going down that road?
1: Sure, yeah, we okay. can.
0: With your spiritual beliefs, how how is it being of your spiritual beliefs in the industry that we're in? Because I've noticed it's a little it's a little rough.
1: <laughs> it, it can be, but I feel like there's new ground being, take, being taken. I feel like there are moves being made in this industry, and it just is astounding and beautiful to me every time that I see evidence of that. And yeah, there's definitely a large dark side to this industry, but there are people bringing light as well all over it. I strive to be one of those people. Every song I write, I sort of give it over to God and, and I ask him to use it so that it could bring more light, more love and plant those seeds of, of that divine love in every person's heart that hears it. Because I think we all we all need that. <laughs> we all need his love. So,
0: Have you experienced much? pushback because of your beliefs or or scrutiny or, you know, persecution or anything like that?
1: Uh, Occasionally living in Los Angeles, I find there is some here for sure, because it's actually less in the industry though. And, and more within, you know, just the people that I know, they're kind of like, what (laughs) (laughs) you believe what, but within the industry, everyone's is so has been really open hearted actually. When I, when I open up about that. And I think it's also evident in my music that I, I'm not like trying to preach as well. I'm not trying to like condemn people because I, I don't really believe in doing that. I believe in, in serving, really. And so I write these songs to serve and to use the gifts that I've been given to share more love. And I feel like if you are against that, then we've got to look at your heart.
0: <laughs> that was beautiful. Thank you for that. You said a couple minutes ago, you know, you're talking about how you want to keep bringing light to people. In that same interview that I quoted earlier with EDM Identity, you said that your your whole goal is to bring more love and light to the world through your music. And so what do you mean by light? Like what is your personal definition of, of light in this context?
1: To me, it's it's the spirit of God. Also, it's it's that feeling when you are listening to a song and you feel like you might float away or it transports you into some deep pain you forgot about and suddenly you're releasing it and you're free from it it's freedom it's it's peace it's it's like floating away into that music feeling at ease in your spirit and realizing everything's going to be okay you're you're cared for and loved it's joy it's like dancing around in in the middle of a field with your arms spread open wide and and just laughing just for the joy of it so when i say light it's really all of those things
0: what comes to my mind when you when you're talking about this is like probably kind of the, a a terrible explanation but the best explanation that i can really like talk about is like you know like when you're in school and it's the last day of school and you got the whole summer ahead of you and that bell rings and you get out and it's like just this pure bliss. And it's just like, you're not thinking about tomorrow, you're not thinking about when the summer ends or anything like that. It's just like right then. It's like you're almost elevated to like a like a like a level of happiness that you're only allowed to go to under certain circumstances. You know what I mean? <laughs> just you,
1: that one just that one day.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 really interesting. Is that I mean, is that kind of in the realm of what we're talking about.
1: Totally. I I appreciate that. I I haven't thought about that feeling for for many many years. <laughs>
0: the the concept is still there because it's not just with, you know, like when summer rolls around. It can be with anything. It could be like, you know, you playing a concert. It could be me holding my child. It could be, you know, it could literally be anything just when you're you're elevated to a, a level of happiness that I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. And
1: I think it's it's important to note as we're talking here also that I think a lot of people think that can only be achieved with drugs. And that's not true at all. And drugs, um, I believe that drugs will take you down a path that actually robs you of that while making you believe you're getting more of it. You know, music and and freedom and all of these things definitely can be reached without drugs. Dare to not do drugs. <laughs> yeah.
0: If there's anything in this conversation that I agree with you with, which I've agreed with everything that you've said, but if there's anything that I agree with, it's the drugs thing. Why do you feel like um, drugs rob you of that, that happiness, that light?
1: I think it creates a lie uh, that builds on itself, a lie from darkness that makes you believe that you just... You just need to do that one more trip. You just need to do that one more role. You, and you, then you can reach that perfect bliss. Or maybe the next festival, you know what I mean? And it just ends up cycling and cycling. And then if you were able to take a step back and look at your life, it slowly it robs you of your relationships, it robs you of uh, your passions and your your friendships as well like your career it can it just slowly steals things without you even noticing it's very sad it's obviously not healthy
0: (laughs) (laughs) on a physiological standpoint literally getting any form of addiction especially from drugs but any form of addiction is literally the stupidest thing you could ever do to your (laughs) to your body next to next to suicide it's literally the stupidest thing you could do because you know you're flooding your brain with all kinds of dopamine at improper times. And so that gets addicted to it. And if it's, if you have any form of addiction, that addiction rules your life and then you can't, you, you don't control your life at that point. The addiction does. And like, okay, tracks. as I was, you know, studying up on you and everything, I did see that one of the big things that you, that you talk about that, you know, that you overcame in your life was number one, being bullied and number two, the death of your parents. Do you feel comfortable with talking about those things? Sure. Perfect. Let's start with bullying. So tell me about it. How were you bullied? I'm I'm assuming as a child. Is that correct?
1: Yes, I was in about sixth grade and I started traveling a lot for my music because things were, you know, taking off a little bit for me just starting to, I was starting to pursue it professionally and I was doing performances in Vegas and driving up to Salt Lake for lessons and Mm -hmm. driving out to LA for other lessons and all kinds of things. So I was gone from school a lot of the time. Bless my teachers. They allowed me to go and do all of my schoolwork in the car and bring it back as long as I handed it in as on time as possible. And I remember one year I was gone for 100 days of 180 days in a school year. (laughs) So I was gone for more than I was there (laughs) for the kids at that age they don't understand where is she going you know is she like famous now or like why does she get to leave school all the time and not be here and then come back you know like wearing a new shirt that she bought in las vegas or something and for a really small town you know that's a big that's a big deal and a lot of people didn't understand what i was doing they'd also probably not ever seen me do my thing they'd never seen me really sing they maybe saw me at like the county fair when I was really young or something because I was going and performing in all these other places. So mm-hmm. I lost a lot of friends because I wasn't there. And when I tried to make new friends, those friends were very cruel. Things like they would pretend like they're going to invite me to hang out and then never do. And I just Aww. end up sitting there next to the phone for the entire day. Oh,
0: that's terrible. <laughs> and
1: then... The worst part was when my previous best friends wouldn't stand on the sidewalk if I was on it, and then the rest of the class would join in on that. So I'd be the only person standing on the sidewalk because, I don't know, I had cooties or something. It was really stupid. Um, but it was really hurtful just to see my best friend doing that and partaking in that, and her thinking that you know she's cool for doing that it was it was really hard and my self esteem got really low so that was a difficult time but my mom was really incredible during that time and she she really saw it and she witnessed it and she said you know what that is not okay and you need to straighten up your shoulders stand up straight look people in the eye and say hello you know own who you are in this world you you are a divine daughter of god and you don't need to let people's insecurity or them not even understanding what you're doing dictate how you feel about yourself
0: as one that has been bullied as well that's just it's awesome thank you you did talk about your mom and there's plenty of interviews out there with you where it talks about what happens you know you losing your parents both of your parents in a very short amount of time to cancer which is i can't even in that interview that you did with edm identity uh, when you were talking about losing your parents and going through a really, at that time, you're going through a really harsh breakup and leaving your record label and all kind. of It was just one of those crushing moments of your life. And you said, there were times when I was questioning what was left to be alive for after so much loss. So here we are, years later, and you are alive. And so I want to ask the question, what was it? What was worth living for now? Now that you have 2020 perspective to look on the past, what's what is worth living for?
1: Well, I would say during that time, it was really, since I, I had experienced so much loss, what really inspired me was the culture of dance music, specifically Plur, mm-hmm. that I could go to a festival and not know anyone there, but leave with genuine friends who really cared about my well-being. you know? It's beautiful to watch for, at like EDC, for example. If you're sitting alone on the ground, you know, completely sober even, yeah. <laughs> you're just sitting alone, somebody within a few seconds will come up to you and ask you if you're okay, if you're alone, if you need some water, if you want to join their crew. It, it will happen. It happens to me still. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's amazing. I, I just thought it was so beautiful how open-hearted and, and wonderful everyone was and is um, when they really understand the idea of plur and, and the culture that really inspired me these people when i was in some of my very saddest moments i some of them were in at the at a festival and people noticed me they saw me they made me feel seen they made me feel like i belonged and i think i was really struggling struggling with belonging because to have no family you know both my mom and my dad are gone i don't have any siblings and then my boyfriend and his family were <laughs> also gone. So that was, I thought that was the family I would get. Yeah. So I, I felt like I didn't really belong at all on this earth. So what was what was the point of staying? But it was people that saw me and, you know, cared about me in those moments that made me open my eyes and realize I had so much more to live for and so much future to be excited about. Also, when everything was cleared out of my life, that was really when, I had the most powerful spiritual divine experiences I've ever had that led me to the music that I make now and the sort of mission that I'm on musically as well.
0: Would you be comfortable talking about some of those spiritual experiences that you have or are those two too personal?
1: (laughs) Some of them are really personal, but um, we can talk talk about it a little bit. When I was at a um, music festival, I just saw that there weren't really any singers, really. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that there were only a couple. There were only really a couple of singers in this genre, and hardly any that were performing live as well. And I really thought, you know, I could really, I think I could really do this. It wasn't until I really gave that mission over to God and said, you know, I'm going to do this for you. And I think this is what you want me to do (laughs) because I'd spent many times doing what kind of what I, you know, using my gifts, but like really not giving it over to God, really not said, you, you make this God into what you want it to be. I want to be your vessel. And it's been a long time since I was like aligned with that vision coming back to it. It really made all the difference. Once I gave it over, To him, everything just shifted insanely Um, because I was on like a really downward spiral, especially with my music, Mm. that it just kept getting harder and harder and things just wouldn't lift off the ground again and again and again. And I realized that I just needed to, I needed to give it over to something much bigger than me, realize that it's really not about me. It's not about my pain, even It's about using my pain so someone else can be healed.
0: You have to be in a vulnerable place in order to share things that are that close to your heart. So thank you. Something that I've, I've struggled with on on a spiritual sense, you know, throughout my life, especially when it comes to things that I'm passionate about, like music or this podcast or, or what have you, is that occasionally there's what I want and then there's what I feel God wants. And we're kind of, we're kind of butting heads at that point. Does that happen often?
1: It used to happen. A lot. Mm. <laughs> but I find that the more and more that I'm in the flow of what God wants, mm-hmm. um, the more I am filled with joy, the more I am like, oh, your plan is so much better. Yeah, <laughs> so I have to constantly remind myself of how much better his plan is for my life and surrender every day my plans for my life. Just He just is the ultimate father and he knows.
0: Completely switching gears right now, but talk to me about... The song that you just released, that you self-produced, that's pretty cool. On uh, on Monster Cat, Dream in Color. Tell me about that. I mean, not no, nothing production-wise, but more so just like about the song. I would love to know more about it.
1: Yeah, that song is about coming to life. Really, kind of what we've been talking about: being lost in a place of numbness, darkness, in your own pain, and not seeing a doorway out, and then somebody just completely smashing it open. For me, that was God. And you just coming to full color and going, oh, wow, this is what dreams coming to life looks like. Oh, wow, this is what being alive feels like. And watching your dreams, for me, my music, go from spiraling downwards and downwards to suddenly just shooting off the ground. And it's like you can't even keep up. That song is sort of, it's almost autobiographical, if you will. It's kind of, it's like a a small version of of my life in the past few years.
0: So seeing in black and white is more so like not fully seeing things the way that they're or the the way that they are with the way that they can be. You're kind of left with this tainted vision, but seeing things with color, that's like the perspective of a lifetime and be able to like really see things how they are. Kind of thing. Is that is that that's kind of what I got from it. Is that what you were saying?
1: Yeah, absolutely. When you're seeing in black and white, you're you're only seeing boundaries and how what's not working. But when things come into vivid color, colors you didn't even dream could be there are suddenly there, and it's just it's like it's coming back to life.
0: What is that? Sorry,
1: one second. My husband has to grind his coffee bean.
0: Matthew Steeper, what are you doing?
1: I know like Matthew Steeper what are you doing
0: how is it being married to Matthew Steeper I assume it's absolutely amazing
1: being married to Matthew Steeper is the greatest gift the Lord has ever given me that's amazing (laughs) (laughs) truly he is like my biggest champion he's my biggest hero he's the best looking man on the planet. He's so kind, so wonderful, so thoughtful. The other, besides God, the other reason that Haley is where it is today is because of that man. On so many levels, spiritually, personally, and professionally.
0: Matthew, do you agree with everything your wife just said? He said yes. Oh, good. If there was one question that I asked you, and you're like, Wyatt, that's the question. That's a good question. I love it when people ask that question. What would that question be?
1: I think you asked all of those good questions. Ah, good. That's a good <laughs> those good really. It was really great. It was really great to talk to somebody who's not only done their research but also willing to go deep with me. You know, a lot of people shy away from the spiritual aspect, and it's just like, oh, yes, the universe is—it's Zen and yeah. all that stuff. And I just really appreciate that you're you're willing to really take a look at the spiritual aspect from a really real and vulnerable perspective, so thank you.
0: Absolutely, thank you. And uh, before we wrap this up, is there uh, any final words or any final thing that you'd like to say to our listeners?
1: Well, if they listen to my music, I just wanna say thank you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because the only reason that I'm able to do what I do is because they're listening. And I just appreciate every single set of ears and every single set of eyes that is there watching and encouraging. It means everything as an artist. That's that's how we survive. And I, I'll never ever forget. I will never ever forget that. And I am so forever grateful.
0: For those who are listening right now, we've had Halion. And if you want to go and support Halion right now, number one, go to your favorite streaming platform, add all of her songs to your most listened to playlists and share her music with all your friends and your aunts and uncles and everybody that you really care about. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. (laughs) Thank you so much, Haley, and I really, really appreciate this. Uh,
1: Thank you, Wyatt. It's been been an honor and a pleasure to chat with you.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Daw. We really hope you enjoyed it. Did you enjoy the questions that we asked, or would you have liked to hear different ones? If you're listening to this on iTunes or any other podcast-related app, make sure to subscribe and leave a review. And if you're listening to this on SoundCloud, make sure to like, comment, and follow, and we'll see you next time on Behind the Daw.